This lesson is for Sunday, September 17, 2023. Subject, Matter. Golden Text, John. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. Responsive reading, Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, and his testimonies, and his statutes, which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee. The Bible Exodus And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Ecclesiastes The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I made me great works. I builded me houses. I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kind of fruits. I made me pools of water, to water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens, 
and had servants born in my house. Also I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men singers and women singers and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments and that of all sorts. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. And whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Mark And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Galatians Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For, brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, 
but by love serve one another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Romans There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs, with Christ. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Christian Science meets a yearning of the human race for spirituality. Higher enjoyments alone can satisfy the cravings of immortal man. To ascertain our progress, we must learn where our affections are placed and whom we acknowledge and obey as God. If divine love is becoming nearer, dearer, and more real to us, matter is then submitting to spirit. The objects we pursue and the spirit we manifest reveal our standpoint and show what we are winning. The perfect mind sends forth perfection, for God is mind. Imperfect mortal mind sends forth its own resemblances, of which the wise man said, all is vanity.
It is the spiritualization of thought and Christianization of daily life in contrast with the result of the ghastly farce of material existence. It is chastity and purity in contrast with the downward tendencies and earthward gravitation of sensualism and impurity which really attest the divine origin and operation of Christian science. The triumphs of Christian science are recorded in the destruction of error and evil, from which are propagated the dismal beliefs of sin, sickness, and death. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Mortals will echo Job's thought when the supposed pain and pleasure of matter cease to predominate. They will then drop the false estimate of life and happiness, of joy and sorrow, and attain the bliss of loving unselfishly, working patiently, and conquering all that is unlike God. Starting from a higher standpoint, one rises spontaneously, even as light emits light without effort. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Divine science deals its chief blow at the supposed material foundations of life and intelligence. It dooms idolatry. A belief in other gods, other creators, and other creations must go down before Christian science. It unveils the results of sin as shown in sickness and death. When will man pass through the open gate of Christian science into the heaven of soul, into the heritage of the firstborn among men? Truth is indeed the way. The ancient Christians were healers. Why has this element of Christianity been lost? Because our systems of religion are governed more or less by our systems of medicine. The first idolatry was faith in matter. The schools have rendered faith in drugs the fashion rather than faith in deity. By trusting matter to destroy its own discord, health and harmony have been sacrificed. Such systems are barren of the vitality of spiritual power, by which material sense is made the servant of science and religion becomes Christ-like. Material medicine substitutes drugs for the power of God, even the might of mind, to heal the body. Scholasticism clings for salvation to the person instead of to the divine principle of the man Jesus and his science. The curative agent of God is silenced. Why? Because truth divests 
material drugs of their imaginary power and clothe spirit with supremacy. Is civilization only a higher form of idolatry? That man should bow down to a flesh brush, to flannels, to baths, diet, exercise, and air? Nothing save divine power is capable of doing so much for man as he can do for himself. The footsteps of thought rising above material standpoints are slow and portend a long night to the traveler. But the angels of his presence, the spiritual intuitions that tell us when the night is far spent, the day is at hand, are our guardians in the gloom. Science reverses the false testimony of the physical senses, and by this reversal, mortals arrive at the fundamental facts of being. Then the question inevitably arises, is a man sick if the material senses indicate that he is in good health? No, for matter can make no conditions for man. And is he well if the senses say he is sick? Yes, he is well in science in which health is normal and disease is abnormal. Health is not a condition of matter, but of mind, nor can the material senses bear reliable testimony on the subject of health. The science of mind healing shows it to be impossible for aught but mind to testify truly or to exhibit the real status of man. Therefore, the divine principle of science, reversing the testimony of the physical senses, reveals man as harmoniously existent in truth, which is the only basis of health and thus science denies all disease, heals the sick, overthrows false evidence, and refutes materialistic logic. To reduce inflammation, dissolve a tumor, or cure organic disease, I have found divine truth more potent than all lower remedies. And why not? since mind God is the source and condition of all existence. Before deciding that the body matter is disordered, one should ask, Who art thou that repliest to spirit? Can matter speak for itself, or does it hold the issues of life? Matter, which can neither suffer nor enjoy has no partnership with pain and pleasure, but mortal belief has such a partnership. Mortal man will be less mortal when he learns that matter never sustained existence and can never destroy God, who is man's life. When this is understood, 
Mankind will be more spiritual and know that there is nothing to consume, since Spirit, God, is all in all. What if the belief is consumption? God is more to a man than his belief, and the less we acknowledge matter or its laws, the more immortality we possess. Consciousness constructs a better body when faith in matter has been conquered. Correct material belief by spiritual understanding and spirit will form you anew. You will never fear again except to offend God and you will never believe that heart or any portion of the body can destroy you. Question. What is the scientific statement of being? Answer. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Here now are our three daily duties by Mary Baker Eddy as given in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty it shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, page 442.
Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. Thank you for listening and let some truth from the lesson help you make it a great day. You may visit our website plainfieldcs.com for more information.